SAFM 104 to 107 well, the former CEO of Steinhoff, Marcus Yuster, now finally appearing in a court today for his alleged crimes relating to the collapse of Steinhoff. He's appearing in court in Germany. Steinhoff was headquartered in Europe. It emerged in 2017. The accounts had been manipulated. The company lost billions of rand. It almost collapsed entirely. Rob Rose is the journalist and editor of the Financial Mail, wrote a book about the subject. He joins us now. Rob, good morning. Morning, Stephen. What kind of charges does Marcus Yuster face? How serious are they? Um, they are pretty serious. I mean, they're another German corporate code, and there are five of them, essentially. But it, it, um, it's pretty much fraud running into the hundreds of millions of euros, which amounts to, to billions of rand. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, essentially these are transactions which were pivotal to the entire Steinhoff fraud um, in terms of how he used European subsidiaries to essentially um, boost the assets and fake the profits of the company. So, they, so they're pretty serious and there's definitely jail time attached to them if he's proven guilty. Well, this is going to be the next question. I mean, they're complicated charges, but I presume when it comes to accounting fraud, there should be documentary evidence of some kind, right? Yes, I mean, there's certainly documentary evidence and I'm not sure to what extent the PwC investigation, they've had access to it, but the Germans have been investigating this since 2015. Um, the German... German prosecutors actually raided Steinhoff's European headquarters before Steinhoff listed in 2015 in Frankfurt. So um, essentially, this is a this is an eight-year investigation that is finally culminating in these charges. I think, Stephen, the big question is whether Marcus Huster will arrive in court today. Um, I think there's been some some debate over whether he'll actually arrive. When I spoke to the prosecutors yesterday, they said we'll just have to wait and see for when court opens this morning to see if he actually arrives. What happens if he doesn't arrive? I mean, are they going to... <clears throat> will German Germany ask us for the extradition of Marcus Jester? <laughs> Via the UAE, who knows? <laughs> um, I actually asked the prosecutors yesterday what happens in that case, and they said that they'll they'll regroup if if the the two accused this morning, which is Marcus Jester and um, a friend of his called George Allen Evans, don't arrive in court. Then they'll regroup and see what, see what course of action they'll follow. Um, I understand. I, I've heard that, that Marcus Jester was actually keen to go to Germany to to defend these charges, but that there has been a passport hiccup and he might not actually be in Germany. Uh, but I suppose that it'll all it'll all become clear at nine or ten a.m. when the, when the thing is due to get going. A German time, I presume. I mean, is this going to all take a yeah. very long time, one way or another? I mean, if he goes to Germany and he appears in court, he would probably be granted some form of bail. The bail would probably say that he can't then leave Germany. I mean, this can get quite complex quite quickly. Yes, but there is no criminal charge yet in South Africa against him. There's no, there's no imminent criminal charge in this country, um, and they have set down the trial dates for quite a few days um, in the next few months. So there is quite a bit of quite a bit of court time allotted to this particular case. Um, so it could get quite complicated quite quickly. But I do think the Germans seem to have a handle on the procedure that'll 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 be followed in this case, and certainly with no other charges pending in South Africa. Um, there's no other reason for him not to not to go through this process in Germany. It's astounding that the investigation's taken eight years. Now, I realize that it's complicated, but eight years, I mean, that's enough to provide an incentive for other people to engage in some kind of accounting fraud. Because if it takes eight years just to be charged, just to appear in court for the first time, people will think, well, I'll get away with it. And I mean, you know, already we have Exhibit mm. B, Tongart Hewlett. Absolutely. Well, I mean, certainly because the original documents I saw dating from 2015 from the German prosecutors 
pretty much entailed the charges that are now in this charge sheet that they face. So it wouldn't seem that it, that what they had initially has changed fundamentally in those eight years. What I understand from the German prosecutors is that they did wait for a while to see what South Africa was doing, to wait and see what was going to happen with, with the Hawks and with our NPA and with the PwC forensic investigation. And then I think when it was clear that this was, was going nowhere, um, I think that is when they decided to bring the charges. Rob Rose, thank you very much indeed. Editor at the Financial Mail, also, of course, written a book on the subject of uh, Marcus Yester. Very interesting. Let's see how it all plays out. So will he actually appear in court or not? That'll be one of the questions of the morning.